Hey guys, welcome back to the Godly Dating Podcast. We have some new content for you guys today. It's lit. <laughs> so we hope you guys enjoy and we hope you're having a wonderful week so far. So today's topic is God said you're my husband or my wife. Basically, God said you're my spouse. Interesting. I don't know if this is probably, you know, the culture we grew up in, but I've heard other people say, like, message us and say that, you know, a lot of people that follow us, they've been asking questions along those lines. You know, what if God told me he didn't tell the other person yet, or God told them he didn't tell me yet, whatever. So I'm sure you've heard it. Please. It's more common than we realize. Yeah, it's somebody in your DMs right now, you know, telling you what God said. <laughs> <laughs> But we're going to dive into that. Right, right. But no, so if you guys are experiencing that right now, you have a a Persian king inside your DM sending you, telling you he's going to marry you and make you royalty. All he needs is your bank account information. Please know that he did it here from God. Block and delete. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, it, but, but in all seriousness, is it possible that God can... You know, come down and tell you, hey, that person is your spouse. I'm not going to say it's impossible. I think so. God's able I definitely to do all think things. it's possible. I think it's possible. And I've heard people who have been married for years say that. Um, so I definitely think it's Did possible. Did God say that to you? But no, God didn't drop down from the heavens and say, Tavares is your husband. So in other words, you think that's how God sounds? No, that's not how he sounds, <laughs> but I'm just saying. No, wow, I, I, I don't feel not. like that wasn't my experience. I felt like God revealed to me that you were in my spouse in other ways. Okay. And I didn't come to you and tell you, God said you're my husband. I didn't I didn't do that. I'm glad you did it. <laughs> I'm sure I would have left you. And I'm glad you did, because I'm sure I'd have left you. So, I, I don't know. I, I mean, so, so let's, let me just be real, because maybe one of you guys listening to this has said this to someone. But I honestly believe that God can say that to you, but I never believe someone when they say it. And, and and it's not because I don't believe God can speak to someone, you know, audibly or God can't show himself in various ways. I just don't see the need in me going and using the words, God said, you're my spouse or God, God revealed to me that like. My thing is, if even if God did reveal that to you, why would you tell the person? You know? Because I feel as though at this God point God already now, confirmed it with you, didn't he? Right. And <laughs> you have to allow it. You have to allow God to confirm it with them. Like, yeah. why, why, would you, why would you tell? Because now, if God really does confirm it with them, they're going to be wondering, is this really God? Or am I just feeling this way exactly. because he revealed? They're going to be so confused. Mm -hmm. Because they don't know if it's coming from your voice or God's voice. Like, they, they, they're just, you know... So I think even if God tells you that, please, until God reveals it to the other person, <laughs> don't say nothing. Yeah, and at least if you feel the need to say something, don't say it to that person. Um, but in all seriousness, I believe that God can show all of us signs. You know, so I'm not telling you, you know, don't seek God for a sign. But I do believe that a lot of times, you know, people pray for signs and I don't think they're praying about it the right way, you know, so right. I believe you should pray for a sign. So don't stop. Don't ever stop seeking God, you know, for an answer. Don't allow me to don't misinterpret what I'm saying. But the problem isn't in, you know, just seeking God for a sign. The problem is when we seek God for a sign, when it's clear, we shouldn't even be in that relationship. Come on. I'm saying now, let me get, let me get my preach on, babe. Let me get my, <laughs> let me get my mic. Um, my thing is like, if, if self is a, is a worldly woman, you know, I'm a godly man, self is in the world and I'm like, God, that won't, you know. That woman, it's something about her. I know that's my wife. 
Well, for one, let God save her. Right. You know what I mean? It's just like, why am I so determined to get that woman? You know what I mean? That it doesn't matter anything else about her. It doesn't matter if she needs to grow. It doesn't matter if, you know, she has so many areas she needs to work on. It's just a matter of, well, God showed me something. So now, you right. know what I mean? Right. And, and that's why I don't know if I feel as though God will... I don't know. Why would God reveal something to you before the before it's time and he knows you're anxious? If if that was really your wife and God knew if he revealed it to you today, you would just ruin the whole thing. I think I like, think I think you made a good point in regards to timing. Yeah, I wasn't even considering that because in our reality, we're not as mature as we think. No. And I think God wouldn't, you know, reveal this to someone that's immature because if God tells me, "Hey, Jane is your wife." I'm going to pursue Jane and I'm going to pursue her now because I already know that's what God wants for me. God didn't tell me Jane is my wife five years from now. So all, you know what I mean? So you can go after Jane now and both of you guys are not ready. Both of you guys are struggling with your issues and you go ruin it. And now what God wanted to do in your life is messed up. You completely ruined your whole whatever plan or path God had for you. Because of eagerness. It's ruined, right? And I feel like God is a God of wisdom. Yeah. So... That part, I don't know if he would necessarily reveal that to you. So if you feel as though God is revealing someone to you um, ahead of time, you know, the person doesn't seem saved, but God revealed to you that this is your wife uh, and this person is nowhere near in church or your husband, I should say, kind of reconsider where that voice is coming from. Is it coming from you because this is something you really want or where is it coming from? Is it really coming from God? And another thing is, you know, another problem is when God shows us a sign, you know, so we sought God, God, hey, show me this, you know, reveal to me if this person is really your will. And then God shows us something and then we ignore it because that person is who we want. Right. You know what I mean? So in other words, God, um, uh, this, this is just a weird example. God, if this person is my spouse, let let me hear a car horn. You know what I mean? You're going to hear a car horn. Right. You're beside the road. You know, so it's just very vague. um, You know what I mean? So I'm I'm not saying be, you know, specific to the T, but I think that's probably best because a lot of times people ignore God's voice all because they're so determined, you know, to to get what they want. Mm -hmm. And in our reality, you shouldn't be seeking God for a sign when something clearly is contradicting his word, because God is never going to contradict his word. You know, so if God tells you, you know, don't be unequally yoked with the unbeliever, if you're in a relationship with an unbeliever then that's a problem. Right. If God is telling you don't fornicate and you're having sex in a relationship prior to marriage, then that's showing that you're you're doing the relationship the way God isn't intending. So is God really the one sending them or is it really just the emotions that's right. keeping you there? Mm-hmm. You know? So yeah, definitely pray for signs, but but don't say that God is saying they're your spouse when it's really just emotions confirming it. Right. You know, because I once heard someone say that when your heart is made up, everything sounds like confirmation. You know, so you're telling people that, oh, God confirmed it. No, God really didn't confirm anything. It was just a matter of you really want them, right. you know, so you want them so bad that you are willing, you know, to pursue them. You are willing, you know, to to overlook the red flags. You are willing, you know, to do whatever just because it's somebody that you yeah. wanted. I, I, I agree. I agree 100 percent, babe. And I think that sometimes uh, I don't know the, the phrase love is blind. Uh, maybe this is not the exact scenario, but I really believe that when you really want something, whether it's a person, whether it's a thing, you, like Tavar said, you ignore all the signs, you mm-hmm. ignore all the red flags, and maybe it's not who God has for you. Maybe it's just, it's just you know, you're seeing that because that's what you really want. So I definitely do agree with that. And yeah. that's a dangerous place to be in. 
Right. And and it's not even that love is blind. It's infatuation is blind. Lust is blind. Right. You know, so they always say love is blind. But in reality, no, love is a choice. Love is making a deliberate decision mm-hmm. to love someone despite everything going on. So I love like can't that. so love can't even be blind because in order for me to actually love you, I have to actually know you and understand you. You know, mm-hmm. so people like to say this love is blind. No, it's just a matter of you're just infatuated. You know, so a lot of people think they're in love on their wedding day when in reality, you know, they really are. But five years from now is when you realize, man, we've come a long way. Like, I really thought I loved you then, but now I realize mm-hmm. I do because I put up with so much. Well, you know, Safa can get, definitely give that testimony. <laughs> <laughs> but but it's just the fact that, you know, we're happily in love and, you know, wedding day. But it's just like, yeah, when we're looking at it years down the line, you're realizing love is something that grows. It's not yeah. blind. You know, so love is making a deliberate decision. Mm-hmm. You know, like I've heard people say things like, you know, God, if he's my husband, I pray that he'll send me a good morning, beautiful text. Come on, sis. <laughs> you know he thirsty. You know good and well he's going to tell you good morning, beautiful. Like, like guys, I'm not saying don't see God for science, but don't don't give God this little common sense stuff. Right. And in reality, the devil knows what you like, exactly. too. Like, why do they keep <laughs> forgetting that? Like, we, how do we know it's God? Just because they, they confirmed it with a text or just... Like, listen, guys, you need to stay in the presence of God. You need to stay accountable with spiritual leadership that can help guide you. Because if you're just looking on something, you know, insignificant, you know what I mean? The devil can send something that's your way to tempt you. Right. You know, so never look at it that way. But, right. No, no, no. I, I completely agree. I was just thinking to myself that if if God is sending you a sign that this person is your spouse, then more than likely he's going to confirm it with the other person too, mm-hmm. the, which is to go back to the point we were saying when we first started off um, talking to you guys that, you know, he's going to confirm it with them too. Why are you so special? Why Why am I so special that God will only confirm with me that Tavares <laughs> is mine, but he won't confirm with Tavares that we should, we should be together? <laughs> why am I so special? Um, and I don't, I don't think that it necessarily works that way. I think of um, in the Bible when uh, Mary... And Joseph, when they were, you know, together and Mary, uh, angel came to Mary and told her that she was uh, going to conceive and she was going to uh, have this, she was going to have a baby. And, um, you know, that, you know, she was going to be with Joseph and everything. And, and she went, you know, and they were together and everything. And I, I thought to myself, well, the angel of God didn't just confirm this with Mary. It says in in Luke one verses 30 and 31 that he confirmed it with Mary. But then again, if you look in Matthew one verses 19 and 20, it was also confirmed with Joseph. Mm -hmm. Mary didn't go to Joseph and was like, Oh, you know, well, you know, I know we're supposed to be together and I know it looks weird that I'm pregnant now. This is not your child, but yeah, I'm just having, I'm just having, um, the son of man, but this is God's will for your life. Yeah. This is God's (laughs) will. And, and, and Joseph was just like, Oh, okay. Okay. You know, that happens every day. Yeah. We just, we just get pregnant with the son of man. And then no, no, he didn't just, you know, it, the the angel of God, the angel of the Lord came to him and told him as well. It was confirmed, not just to the wife, but to the husband. Um, so I think God, that's just how God works with us. I feel like the, he's going to, you know, he's going to confirm it with both parties. Yeah, definitely. And great point. But let's take a quick break in our episode. But, but guys, so check this out. So like Safa said, you know, God will confirm with. Just want to take a quick break to give a shout out to BetterHelp, today's sponsor for today's podcast. And I want to let you guys know about BetterHelp because they're a great private counseling and therapy service. Many Christians today, they still have the impression that Christians can't reach out, you know, in regards to their mental health. But I'm here to tell you that it's perfectly fine. It's okay to have someone help you both spiritually 
and mentally and emotionally. You know, so please don't think that is something wrong with that or be something that you should be ashamed of. If you feel like you're struggling with anxiety or depression or any type of fears and, you know, trauma, it is okay to reach out to BetterHelp. BetterHelp is someone is a company that can get you connected to someone within 24 hours and you can be in constant dialogue with your professional therapist. They'll allow you to set up either voice chats. You know, you can speak with someone on a phone call. You can even speak with them face to face, you know, but it's very count is very convenient. It is very cheap and cost efficient. So if you guys are in need of anyone helping you, you know, whatever you may be facing and you may not have someone in person that you can speak to, BetterHelp is there for you and it's an online resource. So you always have access to it. And just because you're a listener of today's podcast, you have access to get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash godly. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P slash godly. All right, back to the episode. Both of God is normally going to confirm with both parties. You know what I mean? I think that's the wisest thing to pay attention to, that if God reveals it to you, what you shouldn't be doing is going to tell them, hey, God showed me that you're my spouse. No. Mm -hmm. I believe if you two are dating and, you know, you guys are at a point where you're like on a break trying to figure things out and then, you know, God presses on your heart like that's who you're going to marry. That's perfectly fine because you're already together. You're not scaring someone, you know, just you're trying to pursue them or he's trying to pursue you ladies. That's not how you start a relationship off. And the reason why I say that is because, you know, there was time in the Bible when Abraham it's time for Abraham, you know, he's about to die and he wants to make sure that his son Isaac gets a godly wife. So whenever you get time, you know, to read in context, but mainly Genesis 12, um, 24 verses 12 through 14 is where um, I'm taking this this part about, you know, so he tells his Abraham tells his servant, you know, make a vow to me that you're going to make sure that you find my son a godly woman. You know, make sure it's not one of these worldly women who are worshiping these false idols. And the servant makes the vow. And he's like, okay, I'm going to make sure I do that. And if the woman refuses, then your hand is clean. He's letting the servant know, don't worry about it. Because if the woman refused what God is clearly showing, then, you know, it was just a matter of they just refused. But I want he wants it to be done in a godly fashion. He wants it done the right way. So the servant goes... And obviously, this is Abraham we're talking about. So you can't play with Abraham. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you can't play with your leader, your leadership stuff. It's, it's, it's not as uh, insignificant as in today's time. Your, today's time is probably like insulting the president. You know what I mean? But my thing is, Abraham, he makes that vow that he'll find, um, find Isaac a wife. And then he goes and he's like, God, well, I'm going to go over there to go find, you know, my servant's son, a wife. I want you to confirm it this way. So you'll read in Genesis 24, 12 through 14, that he's saying he wants a woman that's going to offer him something to drink. And not only will she offer him something to drink, but the camels as well, because she didn't have to do that, you know, and it wasn't, I believe at that point in the day, women didn't even have to be there. So it wouldn't have been a thousand women at the, at the well for her, for him to choose from. He just knew God was going to confirm it that way because that's how things were back in those days. You know, so the woman did it. And after he got a drink of water, the woman was like, oh, let me give them a drink as well. And then the Bible mentions that the man laid down and began to worship, you know, and then he reveals to the woman after. So after God confirmed it is when he made the, the plan known to the woman. The woman doesn't know what's going on. She's just, you know, 
whatever, here's some water, bro. You know what I mean? But it's the, it's the point that you want God to confirm it. You want God to guide your steps. You know what I mean? And obviously those are different times, you know what I mean, compared to how 21st century is. But at the end of the day, we don't want to be those people that we're not seeking God for clear direction, allowing God to speak clearly into our lives before we go make a decision or before we go do something foolish. And then it was still a long process for Abraham's servant, you know, before, you know, he could bring a woman back. But at the end of the day, Abraham's servant did ask God, for a sign. So we're not telling you asking for a sign is incorrect. What we're saying is we have to make sure that we're asking God to guide us rather than saying, God, you know, we want a beautiful woman. And once we see her, that's her, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's what a lot of people do. He's a handsome guy. He has everything we want. So that means he's God's will for my life. No, like everybody's in God's will for your life just because they're godly, just because they're good looking, you know, so the same way that servant prayed and God answered that prayer, God can answer your prayer asking for a sign, but you just have to make sure it's not emotions driving you. Right. No, I completely agree. I think, um, you know, when, when Tavares and I were talking, I think I probably mentioned this before, um, but I did ask for a sign, um, you know, because I want to make sure that the person I'm marrying is who God actually has for me. You know, you know, you never want to rush something and uh, marriage is a, you know, till death do us part thing. So I wanted to make sure that this was this was who God had for me. And I asked God Mm -hmm. for a sign and I felt as though God did reveal to me, you know, that Tavares was for me and that, you know, uh, this is what he had for me in in different ways. Like, I I don't I don't see anything like Tavares mentioned, even even, you know, our people are, you know, people in the Bible asked for signs as well and the sign I asked for was God just to show me reveal to me that in 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 different ways that this is who you have for me and things just started working out um for us I mean it, it, even down to the to the wedding um you know everything just started we didn't have a lot of money um I, I you didn't I have a lot working. of money my account <laughs> was, looking was in the good military so his until, account was looking good until she decided man I need me a nice <laughs> dress I need me some whatever them flowers are called whatever. but continue this story but no I was working a ten dollar an hour job a ten dollar and I was an, a, a, a graduate from college a new graduate with a whole bunch of student loans so I I Ooh. didn't have any money and things just they were just working out in our favor and God completely provided for us and and to the point where we didn't have to worry about a lot of things and we didn't have any much expenses <clears throat> after the wedding as well and even after deployment before when Tavares and I were talking um you know he he had come back from deployment and military is not an easy lifestyle especially for a Christian and to be overseas not being in church for you know six months at a time and when he came back to to know that he was grounded and he still wanted to not only serve God you know but just you know just be a part of ministry to you know and and to grow with me and to to you know just live his best life for God um I felt like God was just revealing to me signs that that you know we were supposed to be together that and in other ways that I can't even go into today because that's not what the podcast is about. But yes, <laughs> there's absolutely nothing wrong with asking God for signs. Yeah. So, um, in other words, if you guys weren't paying attention, she's just saying I'm an amazing human being. Um, just throwing that out there. Um, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, but I, I just, honestly, I, I think a lot of people think that women are the only ones that hear it, but I've been told this stuff before, you know what I mean? Where, Oh, you know, I'm going to marry you or, you know, God said that you're my husband. And it's just like, sometimes you, you wonder people say it as a joke, but sometimes these people are serious. Like, and it's just weird because sometimes it looks like a, a form of, you know, I don't want to say it, but like desperation. You know what I mean? It's like you're trying to get them. You're so desperate to want to have someone that you're willing to take anybody. You know what right. I mean? It's like, is God really telling you that? You know, and, you know, I'm not one of these people 
that don't believe in the gifts of the spirit or these Christians that don't believe in hearing the voice of God. I really believe God can speak to people. But God didn't tell you I was your husband. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, because God would have told me too. I have a prayer life. Why didn't God confirm it in my prayer life? Like Mm -hmm. Sophomore said, you know, so I, I think what's weird is just a matter of when we try to project our our own desires. The Bible says that God will give us the desires of our heart, but it doesn't say that we will get, we will tell God what we want and it's automatically ours. Right. Name it and claim it. No, you can't name it and claim me. Like I'm not a, I'm not a car, bro. Right. You can't claim me. I'm not a job, <laughs> you know? So it's just weird how they do these things. You know, I had a, a guy who I know he meant well, he was a minister and I'm not saying, you know, he's a false minister because he said something that was completely wrong, but I believe he, his heart was in the right place, mm-hmm. but he was just like, God showed me that this person was going to be a spouse. And I knew if man, listen here, I knew I wasn't talking to that girl. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm just like, I don't have no, no hard feelings against her. I just knew that was not my wife, you know? And, and then bro said that and I'm just looking like, yeah, okay. You know, so I'm just ignoring it. But it's just the fact that he said that and it's like, that's not going to happen, you know? And it's not a matter of me rebelling against God's plan. It's a matter of, bro, you ate some bad curry chicken before bed and it played with you in your sleep and now your dreams was leading you astray. Right. I I think I agree. I think that God isn't going to, he is not going to tell you you, your spouse is someone who you have absolutely no mental attraction, spirit, like you you don't have any attraction to. I'm not just talking about physical. If you aren't attracted to this person at all, you have to have some some type of attraction to someone when you marry them. I'm not saying that attraction can't grow over time because, you know, I have heard of, you know, experiences where two people, you know, they're just friends and they're not physically or, uh, you know, just mentally attracted to each other, but eventually they do become. But I, I do feel as though eventually there has to be some type of attraction. God is not going to yeah. tell you that, um, you know, this person is for you and you don't have... You think your husband is ugly. You think he's lukewarm. You think he's broke. Right. Everything about him you don't like. Or me, everything about her, I'm just looking like, yeah, sis doesn't have the looks, the body type, the spiritual life, nothing. I'm, I'm not I'm not actually interested in her. So right. if God does that, then don't get me wrong. You know, God can do anything. God made Hosea marry a prostitute. But... As far as I know, prostitutes are normally going to be beautiful, right? <laughs> you know, so it was unfortunate for him, but but I'm, I'm sure Hagar wasn't, not Hagar, but I'm sh- I can't remember her name right now, but I'm sure she wasn't an ugly woman, you know, but it's just a matter of, you know, I think that's just a, it's just weird how we can go about it. But let me take a quick break in the show again. Um, another thing I want to say is that I believe we should stop saying this statement to people. Maybe you, you never say it, but I believe that in general, people need to stop saying this in church because I see it as a form of manipulation. I see it as a way to control what you want to control. Mm-hmm. As in, if someone tells me, Hey, you're my wife, then no, not, not if you're my wife, but if someone tells me that, you know, she's my wife because, you know, God revealed it to her. Now I feel like I'm sinning against God if I don't, you know, marry her or I don't, you know what I mean? Or because you either end up questioning that person's spirituality or you end up listening to what they said because you know they're spiritual, you know, and re- regardless of however you look at it, that's manipulating people, you know what I mean? Yeah. Getting people to do whatever you want because you're saying, because God said, thus saith the Lord, like, but you know, 
What, yeah. are, what are your thoughts on no, it? Anyone I, ever said this foolishness to you? Uh, yeah, I mean, they have, but they weren't in church or, <laughs> or saved. So I'm just like, wow. how are you going to tell me God said, but you're not even living a life or, you know, spending, having your own personal relationship with him. Uh, when I was when I was in college, um, much, way before Tavares and I started talking, um, I had a coworker and he had a crush on me. And he wasn't really in church or anything, but, you know, he did come to me and say that God told God told him in a dream that I was his wife. And I'm just like, you sure that was God? Because we we would be totally unequally yoked. God is not going to tell you someone is for you if you're unequally yoked. So God didn't tell him how to be saved? He just told him that you're his you're Yeah, his that's it. That's all God told him. Like, that's all God told him. So I knew. With the wisdom, the little bit of wisdom I do have, that that could not be the case because the Bible says are weird. to be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. Uh, so I, I I just knew that that wasn't that wasn't gonna work. But yeah, I I don't think that God is gonna tell you someone is for you if you're unequally yoked. If being with them is gonna make make your relationship unequally yoked. Another thing, another reason why I would say we should stop saying it is because no one is your spouse until you're married. And I feel like a lot of times we're trying to claim people. We're trying to own people. You know, we're trying to, oh, uh, you know, don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not trying to say if someone is in a relationship and they aren't married, you know, go pursue them. That's not what I'm implying. But the fact is, if you're not married to that person, stop treating, stop making it seem like they're your wife or your husband already. Right. And I feel like that's how a lot of people end up in sin because, oh, he knows we're going, oh, he already promised that we'll get married in a couple years and then they start having sex or she already knows that this and that. So we're living together. Listen, Stop making excuses. Stop stop making it stop making that person an idol in your life. Yeah. You'd have to treat each other as brothers and sisters in Christ because God forbid I broke up with Safa or God forbid she broke up with me and then we gave each other we were having sex or we you know she was even crazy enough to share her debit card information. So I spent all her money and then I went and married another woman. Right. We don't want to talk about it in church, but that happens. Uh, I'm just saying, I've seen it. You're single until you're married. Single until you're married, you know? So don't get me wrong. I'm not saying flirt around, date multiple people at a time. I think that's definitely wrong. When you're trying to be in a committed relationship, I don't believe you should be dating around. But in reality, the fact is you can't make it seem like you own them, you know? So yes, you guys may be attracted to one another. Yes, you guys may have great plans for one another. You have a future together. But I still need to view you as my sister in Christ, my brother in Christ. Because if you don't do that, then it's just God said you're my spouse and then what happens if God never said that? All right. But I'm going to leave the closing remarks on you before I, I scare the people away. <laughs> um, uh, one thing I think is important is that God is not going to tell you that's your husband if he's already married. Oh. I don't understand. Oh. I just want to leave that right there. <laughs> <laughs> Sis, if and, he's and, married, he is married. He's married. Bro, She's married. she is married. She not leaving nobody for you. Right. And even if she does, she's going to leave you for somebody else. God is not showing you that that's your spouse. God is not showing you that. He is not the author of confusion. You know how many people I know that say, oh, I'm going through a divorce? That was a crazy thing about the military. On deployment, there was a lot of people saying, oh, I'm going through a divorce. And don't get me wrong, some of them were. But it was the fact that they would say that to women, you know, because the woman is looking like, oh, so technically you're single. So it's fine. And then they get with those women, leave those women, and, and go, go back, back to their spouse. Back to their spouse. Don't let that be you, y'all. Don't let it be you. I mean, I I understand people make bad decisions in life. Maybe you're in a relationship now in that type of predicament. I just want you to know it's not God's will for your life. 
Mm-mm. It will never be. No one can find a scenario where that will be God's will for their life. Right. Adultery <laughs> is not in God's plan. You know, so ultimately, if God shows you tomorrow, you know, somebody is your husband, somebody is your wife. I'm not saying that it's not God and it's just your flesh, but I will say you have to examine the spirit. The Bible mentions that we should be praying without ceasing. And it doesn't mean you're walking around, dear Lord Jesus, all day or speaking in tongues all day. No, it means you're staying connected to God. Mm-hmm. It means you're in a constant communication with God. So if, you're, if you don't want to make that mistake, you know, you just continually walk in his will. Because you may feel today, God said that person was your spouse. And then you see something next week and you're, you're fully sure that God would have never said that. You know what I mean? But if you rushed to go tell that person, then you're stuck. Right. And I think that goes back to what you were uh, in the last podcast episode, just knowing the voice of God in your life, whether it's coming from other people or whether those voices are just coming from inside of you. Is it really God or is it coming from somewhere else? Because the Bible does say um, my sheep know my voice. And so it is very, very important for us to know the voice of God in our lives, because if we do not know the voice of God in our lives, we could ultimately destroy our destiny. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if you don't know which episode she's talking about, episode 27, when you get the chance. But definitely, you have to learn the voice of God for yourselves. Jesus said in John chapter 10, that my sheep hear my voice, and a stranger they will not follow. You know, so ultimately, you can hear everything you want, but if you're close to God and you know his voice, he won't lead you astray. Amen to that. So, quick episode today. Not as long as normal, (laughs) but we appreciate you guys for listening. How long are they usually? I don't know. I think I talk a lot. You see, this is what happens when you're not here. Ah, oh, man. He I'm does throwing, talk a I'm lot, throwing, y'all. Wow. I'm kidding. I don't talk enough. I'm not I'm cutting trying. this part out of the podcast. I want them to hear <laughs> how you're bullying me. I know. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying. I, I am a, I am quiet most times, but I'm, I'm working on it, y'all. So just bear with me. And as always, guys, we appreciate you listening, staying tuned, leaving a review. Go ahead and share this with the person in your inbox saying, God said you're my spouse. Um, <laughs> and as always, we appreciate you guys, and we'll see you next week, Thursday. Peace. Peace. <laughs>